Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk about championship week in college football. And let's start with what we are calling the college football playoff quarterfinals between Oregon and Washington. The Ducks are nine and a half point favorites with a total of 66 and a half. Joe, how are you playing it? Ooh. Yeah, I mean this is this is huge. I I was annoyed. Uh, you were annoyed by the panel. I was annoyed last night that they were not saying like, "Look, this is what it is. A Pac-12 team is going in. The winner. It's going to be Oregon or Washington. Whichever team wins, they're going to be in the playoff." And oh, by the way, guys, we have a sports book here at ESPN. This is a massive story. It's the the line's almost ten. The team that lost is favored by almost 10. Like I, I couldn't believe. I know we're in the sports betting world, but I couldn't believe that they weren't even addressing it. It took 25 minutes for Reese Davis to even mention it, uh, kind of like under the radar, quickly going to break. Because uh, like I would think that would spark some sort of an argument because you look at a team that's mm-hmm. undefeated, like, really? Are they – they're playing on a neutral field. Are they that much better than Washington? We know Washington, they have a poor defense, and they haven't been playing up, up to par lately. They just uh, – Snuck by uh, last week once again. Like we've seen that a bunch, but uh, I, I don't know. I thought that would. I, I think it's the biggest story going into the weekend, not just because we're a, a sports betting network. That people that look at this and they're like, "Look, yeah, Oregon lost to them, but they are so much better. They are so much better than Washington." And that's what the numbers telling us. And uh, you know, Oregon nine of their eleven wins this year are by double digits. And I think we're going to see another one on Friday night. Give me the Ducks laying nine and a half before this gets to ten. Mm-hmm. I love the Ducks too. I also like them first half spread. Uh, bet that as well. I thought in the first matchup, you know, Washington wins by three points. I thought Oregon could have won that game. You take a look at Michael Penix. What has happened to him? He's not the same quarterback that he was in the first half of the season. The last couple games, he has thrown for 162 and 204 the last couple weeks. That is not good. He needs to be that dude that we saw in the beginning of the season, uh, not the one that we've seen the last couple weeks. Oregon's defense is giving up 15.8 yards per game. The Ducks have the best scoring defense in the Pac-12 and the best scoring offense. I mean, I just like Oregon all the way around. Washington's defense, I think, is really going to have to step up in this game, and maybe that can help them keep the Huskies in it. But I like the Ducks, guys. I will be fading both of you. Uh, I'm backing the Huskies here to cover. I don't have them winning outright. I I don't see that at all. But you guys are parents. Like, I love your take on this uh, since I don't have any kids. Uh, But let's say you guys are having an argument with your kiddos. And let's say you're losing this argument. Now, you're the parents. You're still the one with the power because you have the roof and all that stuff. And when you're losing this argument, all you can say is, fine, fine. You made your point. You made your point. We're done. Like, I know this is something that my mom used to tell me all the time when I was a kid, when I would win an argument that, okay, I'm winning it, but like, I'm not going to get the grace of, wow, that was a really good argument. Well done. That's kind of how this feels to me where, yeah, like Oregon is a better team. Fine. Like the first matchup really doesn't matter all that much, but Are we just out of control with this spread now that we are overdoing it to the point where, okay, you've made your point. Oregon is better, but they're not that much better. Like Washington's still a good football team, but the number's just too big here. That game that they did win, 
you know, Oregon did outgain them by 125 yards. It, it was what happened on fourth down when, when they go 0 for 3 there. And, you know, they ran on them for 200 plus yards. What what would you what would you where would you say no I'm not going to take the points is seven more fair than knocking on ten I I would probably have it seven six and a half like okay. at that point then I would say Oregon you know lay the points but to me like all the strengths that Oregon uh, possess like okay yeah Oregon's a better football team in a lot of ways but they're not that much better Bo Nix is better he's having a better season but Michael Penix is not far behind. Duck defense, sixth in EPA per pass allowed. Huskies are 15th. Oregon may have the coaching advantage here, but it's not that much yep. better. But I think this is just something where the spread's too big. And at the end of the day, that's really all I care about. I wouldn't say Michael Penix has fallen off a cliff, but some of those advanced metrics like isn't mm -hmm. like the beginning of the season baked into that because his numbers the last couple of weeks are not impressive. And against this high-powered Ducks offense, I would be worried. And the defense, sometimes the Huskies defense looks good, and then sometimes I'm watching them and they just seem a bit lost. So there needs to be mm -hmm. more consistency on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that Washington has the ability to keep up with them offensively. It's just that mismatch of the Ducks offense against the Washington defense is is why we we got to this number, and that's what and that's why I think they're going to cover that number. Um, but you know, as far as Washington, they do play in a lot of one score games, and that's why people are down mm -hmm. on them a little bit with the numbers. Like, hey, look, they've won all these one score games. They're six and zero in one score games this season, but. Um, yeah, and so that's not going to continue. The idea is that's not going to continue, and okay, it's it's all going to come to a head here in this matchup. But yeah, you know they should get some credit for being in every game. You know, <laughs> I mean they ha they still have not lost yet. But the problem is that's not a lot of numbers would tell you that's not a top fifty defense, and that's going to be a problem. I do think, though, that you know, when you're looking at this, sometimes we can over-exaggerate key points. And I, I think that's kind of how I'm looking at it here, that mm -hmm. Oregon's better, but Washington's not too bad either. Let's move on now to the SEC championship game between Georgia and Alabama. Georgia, five-and-a-half-point favorites come down from six. Total 53-and-a-half. That's come down from 54-and-a-half. Joe, what do you see here? Yeah, I like uh, I like the favorite in this one too. I'm surprised that we're not higher at this point in the weekend. Maybe we we'll get there to six and a half, knocking on seven by the time we get to Saturday. But uh, just yeah, I I expected this to be be higher. So getting it inside of six, I love where the numbers at right now. And you know, I'm not sure we're going to be there. It's not your typical Bama team. You know, we're we're used to that with the strong rushing offense and. They do not have that this year. Um, and, and offensively is where we want to praise Georgia more than anything. That, that's why they're number one overall. And just in where we expect Bama to be so tough in the trenches year after year, they're not that team this year. They're not great against the run either. So, um, yeah, I think, I think Georgia's going to cover the number. Hmm. I don't have a strong opinion on the side yet, but I'm leaning first half under right now maybe this is a slower start you know both of these teams a lot on the line and you know they're trying to figure each other out more of a defensive battle georgia also i was looking at this i thought it was interesting has struggled in the red zone more than alabama has georgia has had 
68 attempts for 45 touchdowns, whereas Alabama 32 touchdowns in 45 red zone chances. So maybe Alabama does get something going in the red zone and that could help them keep it closer. But right now I'm just going to bet the under. The, the scrambles and design runs, I have to believe, have something to do uh, with that red zone success for Alabama because they've been oh so good at that. But I'm fading the idea that this is going to be a lower scoring game. I think the play here is the over. I think the total's going in the wrong direction here. I think part of it might be reputation. I mean, Joe, you mentioned like this isn't your usual Alabama team. I don't think this is our usual Georgia team. Like you think of right. Georgia, you think of these first round NFL guys pretty much at every single level where they are stopping everything in their way. I don't see that. I You might have some NFL talent there. Like, that's fine. I'll admit that. But this is not a Georgia defense that's just stopping everybody. I think it's the Georgia offense. I think that's what's made them oh so effective. You look at how they mm-hmm. performed the last five games, seven and a half yards per play. It took a while for Georgia's offense to get going, but I think it has gotten going now. Yeah, EPA per rush, it's outside the top 40, but the passing attack is still excellent. Jalen Milrose scrambles and design runs and all of that good stuff. I think that will also be interesting where Alabama can keep up in that regard. Don't necessarily have a play on the side, though certainly one path to this is that Georgia just scores a ton of points. You can certainly see that happening. But Mm -hmm. as far as the total goes, I think this will be a higher scoring game. Yeah, I I think that's the play. Georgia in the over. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's move on now to the ACC championship game. Uh, Louisville, Florida State, Knowles, despite not having Jordan Travis, still two and a half point favorites with a total of 48 and a half. Joe, what do you like here? Man, what Louisville team's going to show up? I know everybody's focusing on the Knowles and the quarterback situation, but, you know, Louisville does have some impressive wins this year. I believe that was a shutout against Duke, and they just, they smashed Notre Dame. They were ready for them when when the Irish came there and what they did the same heart. Reminds that, me of a certain Beckwell Court segment that you did. Yes, hmm. yes. Um, <laughs> and it's but lately they're not stopping anybody. So it's like which team is going to show up in this matchup now? Uh, it, it's a damn shame, man. If we have that, how different the conversation is if we don't have that Travis injury. Where? Where are they in the playoff rankings last night for Florida State? Yeah. Because they're as balanced as anyone. Like, we might be making the case, like, I know they're in the weaker conference, but maybe they should be closer to one or two, even though they just don't have that great win. And so now they're going to go game manager route. I mean, they certainly did. Rodemaker had, what, 134 passing yards in mm-hmm. a pretty close game against Florida on Saturday. So it's a tough one. There's a reason it's uh, it's inside of three. I'm going to take Louisville, guys. I think they're going to win this one. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking just take Florida State. I don't know which Louisville team is going to show up either. I don't have a strong opinion on this one just yet, but if I had to bet today, I would just bet Florida State. Take the favorite. So if Louisville wins, who's getting into the playoff, Joe? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, is it, I don't, is Ohio state dead? That's the question. Are we sure Ohio state's dead? dead? No, we're not, but sure. Boy, 
I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think they are, because I think Texas can do it. But, yeah. yeah. This is all Daily, presented by BetMGM. Come back to me. I'll have an answer. Coming up yeah. next, Matthew Friedman joins us with all of his favorite NFL bets for the coming weekend. That's right here on the BetQL Network.